0: All right. Hello, everyone. and Welcome to the Laura Canfield show, the Awaken the Happiness Now global series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. My good friend, Benjamin Bernstein is back with us. And today we're talking about how easy can awakening and healing be. So um, we're going to be doing some live caller questions. We're going to be doing some processes like we always do. Um, and so some of the stuff that we're going to talk about includes, you know, Benjamin's free invocations for spiritual awakening and healing are quick, effective, and easy. And I know a lot of you have experienced them before on this show, and you know how powerful and wonderful they are. And these invocations have worked their magic for 10 years and for thousands of people. <laughs> and Benjamin will walk you through everything you need to know to do them and will let you experience their magic firsthand. And I have to tell you, we've done this many times and it, it's always magical. I love it. It's it's it makes me feel really really good so I'm I'm always like on board yeah let's do it um, so Benjamin you know has been on our show many many times yay he's <laughs> one of our our favorites and he hosts this week in astrology which is a top 10 astrology podcast he is a three-time best astrologer winner he is a professionally certified astrologer and has done over 9,000 9, astrology shamanic healing and life coaching sessions with a global clientele He runs the awakening plus online spiritual support membership he posts videos of astrology forecasts and other content on his popular youtube channel and benjamin has lectured or taught at five national astrology conferences and retreats he wrote the shamanic astrology chapter in the book transpersonal astrology explorations at the frontier and so much more so we're so glad and happy to have benjamin back with us sharing his gifts his wisdom his teachings, his energies. We always have such a wonderful time. And there's like, it always is an enlightening and um, awakening experience for me as well. So Benjamin, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here.
1: Oh, so glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, let's I I turn. It.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, um, just check your audio. I don't know if it's me or if it's you, but it's a little low, but it could be fine. It could be just you saying
1: my, my volume is low? A little bit. Let me but- check.
0: But but everybody else, if you can let me know in the chat how how our audio is, that'd be great. It yeah, could just so be-
1: here's me talking and checking audio level. Sounds so... good.
0: Sounds good to me. I think it's just my own um, earphones are dying.
1: Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is my standard setup. someone someone just talked. His audio is great.
0: Perfect. Good. Sounds good. Oh, Benman's low. I'm good. <laughs> mm. It's okay. So go. I mean, I talk loud, right? So maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back benjamin i'm so glad you're here thank you so you know obviously we're going to be doing some of the invocations which is like yay but yeah let's first talk about how easy can awakening and healing be um, for the layperson? you know i want to talk about you know lay person here on these calls we're not you know like we may not be you know, enlightened yet, you know, but we're on our way. So (laughs) I know it can be um, easy for all of us. So please tell us how, because it's the energies have been crazy. As you know, my life has been crazy, Mm but you know, even with the craziness of uh, the experience at the moment, um, I'm finding it to be a quite a a spiritual experience. (laughs) It's been great.
1: (laughs) That's like catalyst to get you on the move on your spiritual path, isn't
0: it?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, my, my view of awakening is each of us is already awake, even if we don't know it. So, I, I explained this with a metaphor called the great onion of consciousness. So, my understanding of how the great thing works is, you know, originally we were all just oneness, we were all blended with divinity. And then, the divinity wanted to have some kind of conscious experience, so it popped out of soul, <laughs> beautiful sphere of light, bliss, ecstasy, euphoria. And that soul starts going through what might be a multi-billion year journey, part of which involves human incarnations. Then we get to the human incarnations part. Most of us have been around a few times. And this beautiful soul, um, when we we pass out of a lifetime with unhealed wounds and traumas, each one of those puts a little dark layer around the core. And then these start building up, it forms a big old onion over time. So we come into this lifetime, the soul is still perfect and fully awakened at the core. That part is still fully divinity. But now, because as humans, we go outside that, that, that circle. We, we, in other words, the soul says, okay, to be human, I have to put a part of myself <coughs> inside the human body. And that part's gonna get amnesia, at least to some degree. It's not gonna know it's full divinity. Otherwise the whole human thing wouldn't be worthwhile. It needs to have the illusion that it's separate. So we come down here, we lose some or all awareness of our divinity, and the soul places a part of itself to animate the human, and part of it stays back to watch and drop hints, okay? This is all set up to answer your question, which I have not forgotten, by the way.
2: Okay? Mm-hmm.
1: So so again, a lot of people bumble through life and never connect in a significant way, and they just operate through their emotions and intellect and whatever they can figure out, but some have some connection already, and some, like myself, like I started with basically no connection I was aware of for many years, and then started getting an inkling and started doing a lot of very intense personal work to reopen myself to that. So here I am, the human, let's say, you know early in my life, here I am just oblivious to anything divine, and yet my divinity is out there watching me, wondering if I'll get a clue, right? Mm-hmm. So then I begin having my experiences, and my own journey showed me, metaphorically, that the, the key is not to try to awaken, in a sense, because the awakening is already there, it's to remove the layers that are blocking me. Uh, There's a Rumi poem which goes something like, seek not love, seek to remove the obstacles to love. So basically your awakening is already there waiting for you. If you'll do good shadow work, if you will face the challenging emotions and physical sensations in your body and you find effective tools to clear those away, every time you successfully do one of those healing rounds, one of those layers of the onion will fall away and the light gets a little brighter. And what's amazing is even the peeling of one layer of that onion creates a significant shift of consciousness. Most people who do the healing invocation that we'll be doing today, um, typically they'll move into an altered state. They'll feel like their physical body feels more like energy than flesh. They'll be on a high, like most people would need to take drugs to get to. And yet they will be even more functional than before. Because you know, I'm not just into awakening where you go float off in La La Land for a while and have a blissful out-of-body experience. And then you come back and it's the same old crap when you get back in. I want that awakening here in the body. I want it to be with me all day long. And so I'm all about embodied awakening, a functional awakening. And and I've simply found through my own experience and have had reconfirmed with all the clients I work with and other awakened people I know is the people I know who are the most awake are the ones who do effective shadow work. They're willing to face that heavy, challenging stuff. They're willing to do some kind of modality to heal it once and for all. And every time you do that, you wake up a little more. Um, So that's my that's my bottom line. Now, I'm not saying that everyone will have that experience. Some, I mean, some people are just kind of primed to pop when they come in and some little thing happens, they're just awake, done, right? But for most of us, it's all about doing good shadow work. So does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. And we can't, we cannot deny the shadow, we cannot deny the shadow work, it has to be done, we have to, we have to do the work, you know, there's no question about that.
1: That's been my experience.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, shadow work, you know, it's changed. It's, it has been changing. And, and for me, I specifically, it's changed. It's more now, um, I don't even call it work anymore, but the more awarenesses I have and more ahas I have and more insights I have, you know, the more present I am, it just seems to be a little bit easier, you know, getting that, the, getting to those states and those stages. I still have to do the work <laughs> there's still yeah. some there's still some work to be done, but it's, it's easier now, I find.
1: Yeah, let me, can I speak to the idea of relative awakening?
0: Sure, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: some people think of awakening, it's all or nothing, you're, you're there or you're not. That has not been my experience. Um, I, I just want to speak a little to part of my journey. A lot of my healing and awakening has been done through plant spirit work, mostly through ayahuasca ceremonies, some with San Pedro, some with mushrooms, um, some with MDMA. So I've had like, I've been doing this kind of work for like 16 years and I'm 61 years old. Okay, Mm. never too old. (laughs) 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 But um, what I wanna drive toward with that and I totally lost my train of thought here. Oh, okay, so around 2011, I started doing ayahuasca ceremonies and in the course of the ceremony, I would actually move into an awakened state and I knew it. I knew that I was one with my divinity You know the best, and I knew. Wow, I am blended with that which I am, and that that lasted the rest of the ceremony. And it was lasting after the ceremony. Then I would go to sleep, and we'll wake up the next morning, and it was gone. And that was so frustrating. Oh my God, I want it back. Okay, so then I'd have to go without it. I knew no way to get back except to drink ayahuasca again. So two, three times I do this, have the awakening, it holds until I go to sleep, and then it's gone. And then I said, okay, ayahuasca, I'll make a bargain with you i will go to the jungle i will do a double dieta and i will be in the jungle for a month in like primitive conditions i'll drink ayahuasca 10 times okay and ayahuasca the deal i'm working with you is you give me a permanent awakening and then i won't ever have to drink you again <laughs> if they all don't know ayahuasca is really intense very very powerful psychoactive stuff and it it's very powerful in journeying journey work So anyhow, ayahuasca, I did the double dieta. I went down there in the eighth ceremony. I had the permanent awakening. Uh, I knew it, I was, I mean, my pineal gland was just going, and uh, even the shaman recognized that it happened. And then I went out and laid my little hut. The the format here is you, you totally keep to yourself between ceremonies. So I'm laying there for a day and a half until the next ceremony and I'm, I could lay there forever. I'm just laying on my little bed and my pineal gland is singing and I'm one with the jungle and one with everything. And it's like, oh my God, have I hit the final destination? I mean, I, I, it was a bliss beyond anything I could ever have imagined. And I, I literally couldn't imagine it being any better than that. So I thought, oh my God, have I hit the ultimate awakening? Am I done, all right? And, and what am I possibly gonna do with these next two ceremonies, right? <laughs> but stuff happened. And then a while later, I had a deeper awakening and realized, oh, it's even deeper. It can go deeper. And it was beyond anything I could have imagined. And here I'm going to quote a wonderful non-dual spiritual teacher. His name is Adyashanti. And if y'all are even halfway awake, his book called The End of Your World is fabulous. It's like an instruction manual for how to deal with your awakening once you actually get it. Okay. So great book. Anyhow, so I realized, okay, I can go deeper, but... Every time I've had, and I've had many deepening's of awakening since then. I mean, that was, that was 2012, that was like you know, nine, 10 years ago. Okay, But it, it, there's always a deepening possible in my experience. And there, what he says in that book is, if you have an awakening and it's what you thought it was going to be, it's not a real awakening. And I totally agree because every time my awakening is deepened, it's a complete surprise. And the reason you can't imagine it is, you have nested bodies. I mean, the innermost is physical, then the emotional, then the mental body that can conceive and imagine things, right? And then the spiritual bodies are way beyond that. So when you go into spiritual realms, there's no mental activity. I mean, if you're really there, mind isn't even involved, you're just consciousness. Mm -hmm. And these realms have their own rules, but they don't involve thought, okay? And thus, when a new awakening comes, it's, it's, it's potently experiential but I can't come back and tell you about it. There's, there's literally no words for it. It's, it's going way beyond language. So that's why you can't imagine or anticipate the next awakening, because you will literally have no clue what it possibly like until you actually arrive. Yeah. A level of consciousness cannot comprehend the level beyond itself. So, so uh, the name of the book I just mentioned was The End of Your World. The author is Adyashanti, A-D-Y-A-S-H-A-N-T-I. Um, anyhow... So that's, so basically awakening is relative. I mean, it is possible perhaps that a human can hit the finish line in an incarnation and be fully and completely done. I haven't done that, so I can't speak to that. I'll have to let someone who's done that talk about that if it exists. But in my experience, I do not expect to hit the ultimate awakening in this lifetime. And it excites me to think that it can get even better. You hear people sometimes say, oh, it doesn't get any better than this, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. It always gets better than this. And, and you mentioned the challenging times we're in. You know, what these times do so potently is they, they stir up all the stuff that we have to work on. I mean, when, when someone or something upsets me, uh, as soon as possible, I think, okay, thank you. You've done half the healing for me. You took one of those onion layers, it was all thick and crusty and sludgy, and you magically transformed it to liquid half the job is halfway done. Thank you very much. All I have to do now is call the divine to, to flush it away. So uh, I wanted to share that thought on the relativity of awakening in my own yeah. experience. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's not just, you know, there are levels to awakening. There are like, the, you know, deepening to awakening. It's not just that, you know, that's just the beginning. <laughs> and then yeah. There's just more, there's just more, absolutely but you know some of us are still trying to get to that point right yeah. which it's not even a point We're not. we're not even going to get into the philosophy <laughs> of all that but i do want to talk about you know how at this time you know taking advantage of some of these experiences that we're having and using that as a catalyst or, or momentum to uh, accelerate our awakening in some way yeah and we can right
1: yeah and again um if we're all comfy and swinging in our hammocks all day and all, all chilled out, there's not a lot of motivation to change. If you're comfortable and happy, then why would you change? It's perfectly fine, right? So really, times of challenging catalysts are custom-made for awakening. Mm-hmm. And, and my own belief, you know, what I'm, this is not based on astrology, but just my own inner world perception of what's happening. I believe that things are going to get more and more intense, not less. There is no going back to any kind of... It's going to get more and more intense, more and more to a fever pitch until finally we hit the tipping point and then we get our full-blown Aquarian age of peace, love, harmony, and bliss, okay? But it takes that kind of intensity that our world is moving toward, the extreme polarization, et cetera, to, to build up enough energy to break through it. Mm-hmm. You might think of it as a slingshot. I mean, the, the, to get to an Aquarian age, a, you got to fly that stone a really long way and thus the slingshot might be able to pull us so way back and stretch that rubber band as far as you can. And that stretching of the band and the holding it until it's ready to launch is kind of where we're in right now. The extreme tension, the extreme intensity. So, um, And at the same time, I will tell you, uh, I'm not saying I never get bent out of shape because I do sometimes. But most of the time, I mean, I, I'm constantly reading the news. I'm an astrologer. I'm fascinated by how the astrology is playing out in world events. So I'm constantly reading headlines and stuff. And yet most of the time, I'm in equanimity and calmness. The the news is not upsetting me, okay. Um, And I want to share the idea of as within, so without, okay. So basically, um, if you cultivate peacefulness inside you, and again, we're going to be doing today the embodied awakening invocation, which most people, even if they've never meditated within five or 10 minutes, they can call their higher self to merge within their body, and I kid you not, you'll move into a state, no mental chatter, no challenging emotion, peaceful and effortless. It simply holds itself. Okay, And if you can then cultivate and maintain and deepen that, you will be walking on in this bubble of peacefulness. Okay, So the, the key thing is you, you, in a large degree, control your direct experience just by holding a certain state of consciousness. The universe is a hologram. It looks real. It's just like the matrix. It's all made up by spirit. It's our play field here. So basically, if you are able to cultivate that consistent inner peacefulness, then your direct experience in your life will be primarily marked by harmony, ease, grace, and flow. Even if beyond that, everything is going apeshit crazy other places. But your direct personal experience will be much more calm, flowing, and harmonious. So so the key thing is not to... A lot of people say, well, if I change this external thing, then I'll be happy. Totally backwards you cultivate the inner peace, which we cultivate it no matter what. I mean, how many stories have we heard of like prisoners locked up in solitary confinement who attained spiritual awakening, because they, they had no choice, they had nowhere to go but inside, right? And um, there's actually monks who do these lockaway retreats, and they're locked in cells for months on end for that specific purpose. They're voluntarily entering solitary confinement to have awakening. Okay, extreme example, I grant you, but if you just turn within you know, cultivate the peacefulness within yourself, and I'll show you a very easy way to do that today, then you too can start walking in harmony. And as my guides have told me over and over again, when enough people are walking between the worlds, when enough people have become the marriage of heaven and earth, when enough people are walking around bona fide awake all day, then the tipping point is it, and then we get the Aquarian age. I've had people ask, well, when does the Aquarian age come? Give me a date. I say, it's not a fixed moment. Mm-hmm. My guides have said, when enough of you humans wake up, you'll have your Aquarian age. So yep. each and every one of us can influence that. There are no, no sidelines here. Everybody's on the field. And, and, and you, you aren't neutral. If, whatever you're doing, whether you're, if you're holding mainly positive, uplifting energy, you're helping it along. If you're holding ma- mainly negative, toxic energy, you're slowing it down. So each of us is responsible for the outcome in our own way.
0: hmm we, yeah. with all of our choices we we are affecting the future we are affecting when and how the this aquarian age is going to show up
1: yeah
0: by all, all of our choices every single choice go ahead
1: yeah. the planet <laughs> no, is no pressure <laughs> yeah it's, it's co-creation i mean the fact you're in a human body means you're on the playing field yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah there's no abstaining there's no sitting on the sidelines there's no i'm going to take a pass on this one mm-hmm. right there's none of that yeah no. It's, it's just reminding me of um, something in, in Indian um, history or mythology, you know, about uh, the Great War, you know, um, and everybody had to pick a side, one or the other, you mm-hmm. know, there was no, there's no sitting on the sidelines, there was no sitting on the fence, you had to pick a side, either it was a side of righteousness, or it was a side of evil, you know, per se, um, but everybody had to choose. Wasn't it, it,
1: that it's, not, not Arjuna pleading with Krishna yeah. not to fight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. That's part of the, the story. Yeah. Absolutely. It's interesting, right? How um, our choices, small actions, even makes a difference. You know, so everything that we do or don't do, we're not insignificant. No. You know, it makes a difference.
1: Yeah, it's the quality of conscience. Some people are here to affect thousands. Some are here to affect one or two. Yeah. Some people are here to sit quietly and interact with no one and just hold their awakening in a in a solitary space. And you know,
0: that's fine. Person. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, so, so basically, I say that's by the way one of the fabulous benefits of being awake is you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people, we all from time to time get intuitive it hits and we just know stuff in our bones, but when you when you get a solid enough awakening that part that drops the hints is actually driving you. It is your consciousness. And thus it's possible to operate in a very consistent flow state where you can actually get to where you really don't have to make decisions anymore. You just know in each moment what to do and you just do it. There's not even the sense of having made a decision. It's just all in flow state. So that can be achieved ultimately.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible, you know, cause we all, we all talk about flow, being in flow, right? So it's possible, you know? So we just have to start to, be more present, be more in that awakened state um, uh, and, and choose, you know? So I know we're gonna do that today a little bit, um, but we always have wonderful conversations even before we start to get there. You know, before we do the process, we always have these wonderful conversations and, mm-hmm. you know, wonderful ideas that sometimes, you know, we need to hear. Um, so <laughs> Mystic, Caroline, it's asking, so asking, you questions means we are not awake i didn't
1: say that no definitely
0: <laughs>
1: no no just because you're lacking a piece of intellectual information doesn't mean you don't have an awakening i mean the mind is still there and it's still part of the package
0: yeah so you can ask questions absolutely yeah. so and, and and you know we talked about a, a, a degrees or of awakening levels of awakening right we are all awake remember benjamin said that at the very beginning we are all already awake it's about peeling away those onions those layers of the onions that make us feel or think or behave as if we're not
1: yeah i mean i think to even be functioning as a human means you're at least a teeny bit awake Mm -hmm. (laughs) it doesn't matter how much
0: (laughs) but we we can all be a little bit more awake you know and and that's what these invocations help us to do is to be a little bit more awake and choose if that's what we choose right Mm -hmm. Uh, all right so um i know we have people with questions i forgot to mention this if you have a question for benjamin um you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat Uh, um, what types of questions do you want benjamin it's it's a good question Um, for me to ask you let's
1: let's keep them on like spiritual awakening topics it's really not appropriate today to do astrological stuff that that's a whole different thing yeah but if someone has a question about spirituality awakening i'd be happy to entertain those
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> so your question of, should I move to Sudbury, Ontario? Somebody, somebody's told you to move to Sudbury. I forget who, who that was.
1: <laughs> and, and let me let's all because I want this this to be really helpful for everybody. Um, let's not do questions about here's a question about my personal life that only relates to me. If you have a, a broader question that the answer would be helpful to everyone on the call, that's really the kind of question I'm looking for.
0: Yeah. So also so so Anita, I know you have a question about your about your specific spiritual awakening but can that spirit that question be more general for everybody probably
1: yeah. well i'll, I'll, I'll the, let you i'll uh, let you
0: decide for yourself anita if that is
1: yeah. true she's uh, asking if i have any guidance for her best next step for awakening well i don't know anita's particulars yeah um but i can say that uh for most people doing the process i'm about to share would be helpful yeah the, the embodied awakening invocation because it gives you whatever you happen to need in the moment
0: yeah so, um, Linda, what do you want to do? Uh, sorry, Linda, do you want to um, unmute yourself?
2: Sure. Hi, Benjamin. Hi, Linda. I'm so excited that you're on today. Thank you so much. Okay, kind of this, it's kind of a broad question. Um, for the people who have had, um, oh, I hate to say this. But for the people who've had the vaccines, and I know what they've put in those vaccines, um, and especially if it's part of your own family, how can we go about negating that so that we feel more comfortable for us and for them?
1: Okay, all right, so for starters, I don't know what is or isn't in the vaccines. You know, I'm ignorant on that topic. Um, I do,
2: okay. Um, okay, that's good, but,
1: but let me speak broadly about the kind of thing you're asking about. If you have within your system something that you're concerned would be negative or harmful, then you can simply ask spirit to neutralize the harmful aspect. For example, uh, here's here's a a relevant example. Every time I eat or drink something, I bless it first. And and I say, spirit, um, uh, I give thanks for this food, everyone, everything involved in coming to be and coming to me. Please clear all heavy energy from this food. And bring it to the highest vibration that serves highest good. And, and even as i even though I'm doing an imaginary blessing, I'm feeling it in my hands. Me too. So basically, if you do that, like you let's say you someone's decided to get the vaccine, you could then bless the vaccine, even from a distance, before it even gets into your arm. And you could ask Spirit, you know, basically negate anything harmful, boost what's helpful. And and that should make an energetic shift to make it, you know, better for you. If you've already been vaccinated and as part of your system, you can say, Spirit. You know, you could, you could say, okay, regarding the vaccine I've just received, uh, please neutralize any aspect of it that is harmful and doesn't serve highest good. Please amplify all effects that do serve highest good. So you just basically, and here's the cool thing, your higher self is the magician. Your, your ego doesn't have to know all the technicalities. You, If you, the whole principle of the invocations I share is if you are able to make a clear, simple request, and then you're able to relax and then let the divine do it for you, you can literally call in anything okay thank uh, you yeah I hope that's
2: helpful I love being with you I love your your invocations I love everything I mean every time I'm on one of your shows I just I'm gone it's so great I love it thank
0: Thank you you again thanks Alara you're welcome thank (laughs) you Linda (laughs) oh yeah she she is happy. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, Linda, because I'm sure a lot of people have that question about the vaccine, etc. cetera, right? So, you know, use it, you know, use, use the process that Benjamin just shared um, for yourself or your family members or whoever, but, you know, trust and believe that it's happening, okay? Yeah.
1: Uh, question in the chat.
0: Yeah, so Kay was asking about, is talking about ascension and the current age staying too, men, staying too mental?
1: She says, is the idea of ascension a mental construct that takes us out of the present moment? Well, it depends how you work with it, doesn't it? Okay, um, to me, ascension is an experience. And, and my, now, of course, different people have different ideas about stuff. My concept of ascension, weirdly, it means I'm, I'm fully awakened in this human body. I'm not ascending anywhere. I'm actually bringing it down to me. So it's kind of weird that, you know, it's called ascension. But, you know, my gig is I want to be fully divinely conscious in this human body as much as serves highest good. So if I'm living that, then it's, it's far from a mental construct. It's just my reality. So, so basically, the, the mental part is important, especially in the early stages. If you haven't achieved something yet, you want all your bodies resonating toward it. And that means thinking about it, feeling it, imagining it you know, experiencing it somatically to the degree that you can. So basically bring all of your faculties to bear that that's good law of attraction work. Just bring everything you can to, to you know, bring the energy of that into your field on all levels. And then once you've got it and, and you've integrated it, then you don't have to think about it. You don't have to imagine it because it's there. I hope that's a helpful answer.
0: Awesome, good, thank you. Um, Vandana's saying, uh, experiencing anxiety, impatience, irritation and such, are they indications that you're on your path to spiritual awakening? All this happening when you're in the process of meditation, etc., to greater enlightening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, please, please understand that, you know, when you're meditating, it doesn't always feel like wonderful and bliss and relaxing. A lot of times, you're, all that stuff is gonna come up. All your anxiety, all your judgments, all your, you know, a- anything that's irritating is gonna come up. And if, a part of it, why it's coming up is because you're able to now look at it, right? And then that's partly the um, shadow work is looking at it, observing it, and then you can choose to do something with it. Go ahead, Benjamin.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um, one of the things, one reason people do long retreats, like in Buddhist practice, for example, the anxiety, impatience, irritation. guess what? They were already there. And sometimes it's not till you start quieting down and going inside that you really become aware of them because we tend to kind of not notice them so much or, or deliberately block them out. You know, part of the early process of going into a spiritual path is, is you know suddenly turning your attention to this stuff that's already been boiling in there already, you just weren't paying attention. So it doesn't mean that the meditation caused that, it just sort of unveiled it, if you will. and. And as I said earlier, if you're having challenging catalyst, that is showing you the next thing that's asking to be cleared, the next layer of the great onion that would not like to be peeled. So I've I've experienced all that anxiety and patient's irritation over and over and over again over the years, and yeah. I just say, okay, this is the next thing up for clearing. Then, so I do whatever I can to ask the divine to clear it, flush it, and, um, and so it is good. Uh, it is good,
0: and yeah. I was going to say, so all that is good if you're willing to look at it and you know ask for help to clear it. If you're going to judge it, well, you know, (laughs) still some work to do, but
1: yeah. Judging is resisting, which keeps it. Yeah. And, and your path to spiritual awakening, in my opinion, we're all on the path to spiritual awakening, but it's beautiful if you're willing to do it consciously. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Um, keep at it, you know, and that, that used to bug me for the longest time when I first started meditating years ago, It's like, People in the West, in the West, as if I'm, I'm from the East, but people in the West would be like, oh, meditation is so relaxing, it's so, and I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? I was <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, I don't know what kind of meditation you're doing, but um, no, you know, so yeah, there are some that are, are for relaxing, but if for a real awakening and to really connect with who you are, you gotta look at the shit, sorry mm. to be so blunt, but you gotta look at it, it and, and it comes up during the, your meditations. Yeah. So it's it's normal. It's all good. <laughs> oh yeah, they used to bother me so much. Okay, Julie's uh, Julie's question: Are physical ailments here to awaken us?
1: Well, they can't awaken you, but you can work with them skillfully to move toward that. They're just physical ailments. Okay. Um, the way I so the way I think of that is, as a shaman, I believe there's two qualities of physical ailments there's that which can be cured, and there's that which is said as of God. Uh, I'll use the example of Stephen Hawking, okay? Mm-hmm. So my belief is that he came in to be a brilliant physicist, and that mission was actually so important. He, on the soul level, decided before birth, I, this is so important to not be distracted by the pleasures of the body and said, I'm going to make myself a quadriplegic, so I have nowhere to focus but in my mind. So in that case, I believe his his condition was predestined and he chose it on the solo. There's nothing he could do to change it. And it was actually set up so he would put the attention needed on his thing that he was here. He was the, an avatar of physics, okay? <clears throat> the same time, you can have a, a physical ailment that is treatable and it's drawing your attention. I mean, most of the time a physical ailment is letting you know, okay, the ailments there in the first place because you're doing something out of harmony. You're, you're not eating well or you're, in, you're doing unhealthy habits or you're not living an optimal lifestyle. And often a physical element will be there to draw your attention that you're you're doing something disharmonious that is not only hurting your body but it's also probably bringing your consciousness down. So so if we any challenge, work skillfully can be a, a grist for the mill for awakening.
0: Yeah, that. I mean, in in my perspective, everything is here to awaken us. Everything, all the good, all the bad, all the ugly, everything, because it's bringing us back to us, back to who we are. Yeah. Down, you know, to our core, and sometimes, you know, we need to be hit by a two by four on the head. I know I have. <laughs> me, too.
2: me too. Stubborn,
0: stubborn. Sometimes, right? <laughs> so you need to be hit by a two by four. It's like, oh my God, I got it now. Got it. Thank you, God. All right, I'm good. You know. So, you know, this whole experience with Robert, it's like it was for him, but it's also been for me. You know, it's been a wonderful experience for me spiritually. Uh, you know it's deepened my awakening and I know it's, it's, it's doing God knows what to him, but, you know, um, it's, I I see it as a gift and a blessing, you know, as difficult as it has been. And as many times I've yelled and screamed and cried and blah, 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 but you know, I'm grateful because it's shown me what I needed to see. Mm -hmm. It's given me experiences that I needed to experience for myself, you know? So, you know, everything is there to awaken us. Awaken us to what, to who we are, right? To our connection with source spirit. If we don't actually believe that we are source, et cetera, right? We're not going to go into that, but really to awaken us to who we are. And everything is there to do that. Even us right now, me and Benjamin and everybody on this call. That's our purpose right now. Can we awaken you? (laughs) Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> thank you for the question, Julie. It's like, I, I could go off like a big time, but I uh, think, yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, anybody else have a question? Cause you know, I'm on fire for some reason, you know? So it's like, I can, even my face is all red. So it's like, there's like energy pulsing and pouring through me right now. <laughs> all right, so what else have you got, Benjamin? Whew, I'm like sweating now. So well,
1: I'm actually kind of feeling the process wanting to start.
0: Okay. So we cool. can do
1: yeah. occasions if we have time after we can do some more q&a or whatever or see what, yeah. what comes.
0: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So I'm, I'm like Linda. I love these processes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me too. Alright, so I call my allies to come now come as a group, please. Thank you. And allies, please, um, I call into myself the deepest embodied awakening that serves highest good, maximum embodied Christ consciousness that serves highest good, maximum embodied service to other fourth density consciousness or higher that serves highest good. Allies, just bring me to the highest vibration that serves highest good so that I may be of service to those on this call. Thank you. And I call all beings of high vibration and benevolent intent whose presence serves highest good as we do this work and may they be present also for those who watch the replay thank you and let there now be a container around this sacred energy to hold it in and to ensure that all that enters here during our time together is of high vibration and benevolent intent so it is okay there's our container Does that feel okay, Alara? Okay, all right, so um, my request as we move forward, if you're gonna move this with us, is please give us your undivided attention. Please, um, if you multitask, it's gonna give you an inferior experience. And because we're all blended in the same field, if you multitask while you do this, you're gonna actually degrade the experience of everybody else. So my request is if possible, treat this moment moving forward as if you were right here in the room with me and Alara. And, and give it that same kind of sacred respect. Okay, so I'm going to invite you to close your eyes um, to describe the embodied awakening we're about to do, which will be followed by a healing invocation to show you how to clear the heavy things out that you don't need. Um, metaphorically, it's like a car. Instead of your ego driving the car, your ego will slide to the passenger seat, and your divine's going to drive. If at any point your ego doesn't like the divine's driving, it can totally slide over and take the wheel again at any moment, the divine will step out with no fuss immediately. And just like that, your ego's driving again. So I need your human self to know there's no risk, there's no danger, and the divine only stays with your ego's permission. And your higher self is fine with that. So now that you know you're safe and it's reversible if you don't like it, uh, the benefits of embodied awakening include a lot more harmony, flow, ease, and grace. Everything you're responsible for, you'll be able to do more responsibly and more joyfully. Instead of having to figure things out in your mind so much, you'll be guided much more easily by intuition, and there will be a lot more bliss. So if you would like to do this, if you're in an environment where you can say a few words out loud, then do. If you're not, then you can think the words mentally, and they'll still work just fine. The concept of this is that you have a higher self that created your human self, and you're gonna be inviting that into your human body to merge with you to the greatest extent that serves highest good. There is no danger of overwhelm. Your higher self will be paying very close attention to your human self, and it's only gonna give you as much of itself as you can handle at the moment. So with all that said, if you would like to call your higher self, I'm gonna invite you to repeat the following words Speaking to your higher self, starting now. Maximum embodied awakening that serves highest good, please. Okay, the words are done. So relax and just rest in either passive breath awareness if you are not energetically sensitive But if you are feeling energy moving in your body, then let your awareness of the energy be your focus. So breath, if you're not feeling the energy, just feeling the energy move if you are able to feel it. Uh, Some tips as you do this that may help you. You're gonna get the best outcome if you do all the following. Do not use any effort or willpower to try to make anything happen or stop anything from happening. Please do not deliberately visualize or imagine anything while we're doing this. You are passive, you are chilling out, and the divine is coming to you. If you become distracted during this process, treat the distraction as an uninvited guest. I recommend you do not fight it. Don't try to change it. Let it be just as it is with no resistance. If you resist it, it will grow stronger. Instead, let it do its thing. You return your attention to what you're focusing on, whether that's breath or perception of energy. If the distraction continues in the background, that is fine. Let it do its thing while you do your thing. The final nuance, now you may be full up with (laughs) focusing on things, but if you have any room left for the following, you can also discover what's the least effort needed, even to feel what you're noticing. So, if you would like, I invite you to play this little game with me for a moment. Would you please drop to no effort at all and go to zero? Just be simply exist. At this zero effort level, take note, if you're still even a little bit aware of your focus, whether that's breath or energy. Again, not trying to feel it, but noticing it's there anyway. And if there is even a trace of that awareness, then zero is all you need. The less effort that gets that done, the better. So if even at no effort, you're aware of breath or energy, then stay at nothing. If you're not, then begin adding very tiny bits of effort back into the mix until you just begin to notice breath or energy. And then rest at that very minimal level of effort. Anything beyond that will slow things down. So use the least effort needed all the way down to zero in order to be aware of breath or energy. Uh, based on now, I have the ability to perceive everyone who's doing this live or later on the replay, and we're starting to get there. But I am feeling a lot more effort in the mix than we actually need. So um, I'm now going to ask everyone to do this with me. Please, right now, go to zero and just be chill out totally. If you can do so safely. <laughs> Go to no effort. And by the way, if, if you literally cannot stop doing something else, then I respectfully request that you energetically disengage from the process and then come back to the replay later or, or tune back in when you can. No, oh, that's feeling so much better. Yeah, stay at zero, just be now the energy is getting nice. Okay, so if you're at zero and you have any awareness of the of the energy or the breath just stay at zero again if you're not feeling energy or breath anymore add a teensy tiny bit of effort back until you get it and then stay at that very minimal you have the energy so much nicer now well done guys guys is gender inclusive by the way yeah a lot of folks going to embodied awakening now well done the way you'll know when the embodied awakening happens is that four things are all true at the same time. There's no mental chatter. There's no challenging emotion. It's peaceful and it's effortless. It holds itself without needing any help from your human self. Again, no mental chatter, no challenging emotion, peaceful and effortless. If you're there, just chill in that space. It'll be holding itself, and you just being there will help everyone who's not quite there yet get there again, all this applies, whether you're live or on the replay, it's all mixed together in the Akashic Records. So yeah, good, it's feeling really sweet. Okay, that feels good. So again, um, even if you didn't get all the way to Embodied Awakening, even a partial movement there is good. A little bit is better than none. so now, um, is it okay, Alara, if I go right into the healing invocation? Okay, okay. So um, what we did is we just asked our divine to come merge with us and and come into a embodied awakening. And if you're there, then it's a very different experience than what you were in before. So before we go to healing invocation, just take a moment and experience, just be and feel the energetics of, of what you are right now. Just passively experience that. So if you're truly in that state, you realize, wow, not a lot of words. I mean, I got bliss, ecstasy, and euphoria and then I pretty well run out of words, but it's along those lines. Okay, good. Now, so this is good and it's got us started. But as I said earlier, If you really wanna go deeper into your awakening, you can call in awakening, but there's gonna be stuff in the way. There's a reason you're not already 100% full on awake. It's those layers of the onion, the old unhealed wounds and traumas. So the healing invocation is the tool that helps to clear those. Um, And you're literally just gonna ask your divine, once again, to do it for you. Uh, The way it's often done by people is that they learn the healing invocation. And then as they go through their day, If they get triggered, something happens and there is a challenging emotion or there is an unpleasant sensation in the body, that's your clue that something got triggered up. Then you would simply say to your higher self, maximum healing that serves highest good, please. We're not doing it yet. I'm just talking about it. And then you would just rest your attention gently wherever the unpleasant energy is. Uh, The great thing about this invocation is you don't have to know any more than that it doesn't feel good. You don't have to know what it is, how it got there. You don't need any story about it. All you know is there is a disturbance in the force and I want my harmony back. And the divine can accomplish that very quickly. To my knowledge, nothing is lost by doing this. Some people feel I've got to sit with the unpleasantness for hours or days on end and bask in it and soak in it in order to get whatever I need to learn from it. That has not been my experience. My experience is the divine will clear it rapidly and sometimes the clearing is done and you have no idea what it is. All you know is something felt bad, it cleared, it's gone. The quality of these these healing invocation clearings is they're not just band-aids. If you feel energy leaving your body in the healing invocation, it is permanently gone. It is not coming back. So these are permanent once and for all clearings that happen with this process. If your higher self judges it's better for your human self not to know the details about it, then heavy energy can clear anonymously. In that case, ignorance is bliss. However, sometimes it's very important that you know what it is. In that case, the divine will pop down an image or a thought and will reveal to you what's being cleared and just as gambling that you'll be able to let it go anyway. Uh, now, again, if you do this, some people that'll be enough and they're done. Other people will then need to do mentally based therapies of various kinds to work with the concepts. And there's no right or wrong about it. All I'm saying is this, this healing invocation potentially could be all you need, but you won't know until you have your own personal experience and see if, you know, then mentally based work or ego based work in addition is helpful for you. It's just a tool in your toolbox. You decide for yourself if it's the one and only thing you need or if other modalities will help you. Okay, so that's the broad overview of it. Uh, Now, there's two ways we can work with this right now. So I'm gonna ask each person to scan themselves right now, uh, just generally feel the body, feel the emotions. And at this very moment already, is there something stirred up? Are you having some strong challenging emotion or is there some sensation in your body that feels bad? And if it's strong enough, that's your thing you're going to work on, okay? Now, what usually happens, though, once I've taken people into embodied awakening, or to be more accurate, once I have guided them and they have called themselves into embodied awakening, because I didn't do it, your higher self did it with you, um, then they say, wow, I'm scanning the field. It feels great. There's no challenging emotion. My body feels perfect. I'm not perceiving any disturbances here. In that case, you're going to need to call one up. Okay, so in this case, so basically, if you already have something stirred up, some challenging emotion or sensation, just work with that. However, if not, then I'm going to ask you to think back to some traumatic incident in your past. It needs to be strong enough that every time you think about it, it causes you emotional challenge. It hurts to think about it. Okay, so we need something strong enough that it's like that to give you a good demonstration of what the healing invocation can do. I will assure you right now, I've done this technique for over 10 years. I've done it with thousands of people. I've done this process many, many, many times. No one's ever reported overwhelm. So you do not have to worry about calling up an old trauma and getting swamped by it. Your higher self will not allow that to happen when you use the healing invocation, even when you do it all on your own with no one else around. So it is a safe way to deal with old traumas. So right now I encourage you to, if you don't already have something stirring up to work with, just choose some old trauma. It doesn't have to be the worst thing that ever happened, but one that's strong enough that it it causes you emotional pain to recall it. Please recall it now. And I want you to vividly recollect that moment of trauma and bring it up strongly in your awareness. Again, overwhelm is not allowed here. You can make it as strong as you want. It's not gonna be too strong. Your higher self is gonna regulate it for you. So make that really strong. And then notice as you hold that memory, scan your body. Is, is there challenge anywhere? Uh, most frequently people will feel a challenge in their belly or their heart chakra or their throat. And, and commonly those will be the areas that get stirred up, but you feel for yourself, where is the challenge right now as I hold this painful memory? And hold it intensely and long enough that you're feeling the challenge. Now that you've got it, We'll assume that everyone has appropriately triggered. And now let the imagery go. And now we're going to call the healing invocation in. So, speaking to your higher self, repeat after me now maximum healing. That serves highest good, please. Let the words go. Now you gently rest your awareness wherever it hurts. So notice where in the body is the challenging sensations. You, if it's a little pinpoint where it's strongest, you go right and focus on the pinpoint. If the challenging energy is more broadly spread, then place your awareness in the entire field where it doesn't feel good and just be present with it. It's like you are shining the spotlight of consciousness into the disturbed area. And that is all your human is going to do here. Just hold passive kinesthetic awareness of the sensation. That now already, because you called your higher self, it's already there working it. And many of you are already noticing that it's getting stirred up. And and many of you are noticing, wow, it's draining. I'm actually feeling heavy energy going out my hands and or my feet or maybe even leaving some other way. There's all kinds of exit strategies, but hands and feet drainage is the most common. So your job is to keep your attention there on the source of the pain. By the way, I should have said this earlier, but give it a pain number, 10 point scale, 10 is excruciating, one is none. So note the number of the pain or the discomfort. And now just stay with it non-conceptually Now it often happens when you do a process like this, there will be a lot of thoughts and images swirling around. It's very common, but that's not what you are gonna pay attention to. You let the swirl swirl itself, but your attention is on the feeling. You're gonna just keep feeling whatever the feeling is, however good or bad it feels, you're just right there with it. In fact, When I do this, I just merge with the feeling. I'm all the way in it, I am the feeling, there's no difference between me and the the challenging feeling. I'm completely one with it. This is safe to do because what you really are is pure divinity that can't be harmed by anything that is immortal and invulnerable. So you can take pure awareness into any pain and your awareness is fine. There's no way that can be harmed. In fact, you might even be noticing, it's as if there's two of you. There is the human part that's experiencing the discomfort. And then there's the witness part. And if you notice the witness is fine, it's in equanimity, no matter how painful a phenomenon, the witness is calm and serene as it merges with it. So this, is, this really automatically turns into a dual awareness process. The, It's really the the divine part that's paying attention to the challenge and the human part that's experiencing it. I hope that makes some kind of sense. If you're experiencing it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But again, that's perhaps even too technical for the moment. So just feel what you're feeling, (laughs) just be with, okay. So what I experience when I lead this is I get the general sense of the group's experience overall Your particulars may be different, go with what you're experiencing, of course. But what I'm feeling is things are starting to lighten up. Uh, A significant amount of the heavy energy has drained away. By the way, sometimes instead of draining, the energy stays, but it changes from dark to light, it transmutes. So you, the human are not gonna try in any way to control what happens. Your higher self is so much better at that than your human. So, um, you know, the most skillful human healer in the world is still a raw novice compared to the expertise of that person's higher self. So delegate the work, let them do it for you. And you may not be noticing some, what I call bliss around the edges. Um, Even if there's still some challenging energy remaining where you're focusing, you may notice around the edges, it's starting to get lighter, brighter. Some people say it just feels kind of nice. Some people say it's, it's full on ecstasy or bliss. So whatever you're experiencing is fine, but it should be starting to feel good. And what's happening back to my onion metaphor, that layer of the onion you're working with has started to crack open. Pieces of it are starting to fall off, light shining through the cracks, even a little bit of that light is gonna feel really good it creates a altered state, bliss, ecstasy, euphoria. And therefore that's why as you continue through a healing awakening, healing invocation vocation process, Uh, the pain will get less and less, the bliss will grow more and more. And most of the time you get to the end of the round and you're in a full blown altered state. You are in bliss. Uh, Some of you already noticing your body is already feeling more like energy than flesh. You are noticing consciously aspects of yourself that are light or divinity or higher state or whatever language you wanna throw at it. It's your divine part a little bit more consciously and you might be noticing that your human self is now less than half of what you are experiencing. Notice that. How much am I noticing the human part of me that I might have started with as my entire awareness? And is there now more of me? Is there a energy field encompassing and surrounding that human self and inside it? And am I now aware of more of me than when I started this? To have a spontaneous awakening like this, is is just totally commonplace when the healing invocation is done. So just notice if that's true for you. Again, whatever your experience is, is fine. There's no way to fail at this. Just notice what you're noticing. Again, my job is to describe what most people are getting and it's perfectly fine if your experience is different. So I'm now feeling the overall energy of the group starting to calm and come to a centering point. So please now return You might have gotten all distracted by the bliss, but return your attention to where the challenge was. Um, It was in a certain part of your body and you assigned it a certain pain number one to 10. And I'd like you to feel that part now and notice what the challenge number is one to 10 now. For most people, it should be a much lower number and it, it might be completely gone. I should explain about how the divine is merciful and would rather do several rounds than hit you with too much at once. The reason that you can't be overwhelmed doing the healing invocation, your divine will never bring up more than you can do in one round. Uh, If it's a little thing, not too big a deal. It can sometimes clear it all at once. But let's say you had a really heavy duty trauma in there. Uh, It might take 17 or 18 rounds to get all of that. So uh, know that the divine is never gonna bring up more than you can do. And if you feel, like, yeah, I feel better, but there's still some, some discomfort there, that's because the divine was having mercy on you and not giving you too much at once. So you won't know how many rounds it's gonna take until you do it one last time and there's just nothing left to feel. It's all down to zero. And, and I'll throw a caveat there too, even if you, you deliberately call, actually, I'm gonna do one more level here. Um, so I'm gonna stop talking for a minute and just feel your, your vibe. If you're like most people that I'm perceiving, there's a beautiful peacefulness. The, the R is much bigger. You have a conscious awareness of more of your divinity now, the energetic part of you, and not just the physical human part. So just notice that for a moment. And I'm gonna do one more little bit This is for those of you who called up a past trauma. For those who didn't, this may not be relevant, but bear with us while I do this real quickly. So um, notice, remember the number you gave the trauma when you started and what it is now. So then you check your work. So those of you who used a past trauma, I would like you to bring that same memory up again right now. Again, imagine it as vividly as you can, just like you did the first time, bring up the memory strong and intensify it the best you can. And now with the memory as strong as you can make it, scan your body and see if you're feeling any kind of challenge. Again, I I don't know what each individual is experiencing, but I can say what typically happens when I do this is they'll notice I can remember the incident, but I'm not feeling any charge from it. The first time I brought it up, there was a lot of emotional pain. Now I'm bringing it up and I'm like totally neutral. It's not bothering me at all. Or they'll say, yeah, there's still some pain, but it's way less than it was. And when you're doing this on your own, if there's a little bit of residue, then you do another Maximum healing the surface is Good, please. I know we're not doing this now, but you would do that again. Put your attention there and let the divine take the next layer out. And you would repeat that until finally you bring the trauma up one more time, and you're not triggered at all. And for a, a lot of times, a single round will do it. Um, typically, two or three rounds is enough for most things, at least when I've worked with people. Um, so now we're going to open our eyes. We're complete with that process. I wanna share one last little bit of information before I open the floor to feedback though. We all have an unconscious, which is a very valuable part of your human self. That means the stuff that would be too much to deal with, we're not even aware of, okay? So if you've done this calling up an old trauma and you have run it until you call it up again and there's no challenge from it, all that we can be sure of is you've cleared the parts that are available to your conscious awareness. It's healed on that level what you do not know and cannot know is if there's other layers of it in the unconscious that may emerge later. And still, there's no cause for concern because if you've used this tool effectively, you realize, wow, it doesn't matter if another layer comes up later because I got this healing invocation and I can just deal with it then. So you get to realize, I don't have to worry about some old trauma coming up because if this works for you, you now have a tool that can clear just about anything. So that's the little PS I wanted to put on there. Uh, Alara, anything you want to say before we open back up to uh, feedback from the folks?
0: Uh, No, Uh, that was, again, great, like always. I was like totally uh, good. Didn't want to come back really you know it's like (laughs) it was great yeah it was good it was really good i think it it was deeper than other times that we've done it oh good for myself anyways yeah yeah it was great (sighs) i didn't (laughs) i didn't want to come back for sure (laughs) so it's good yeah wow all right so how was it for everybody else andre said awesome great energy good I can't even like um, really. Angels eight eight eight. Yvonne, I think. Thanks. So thank you. Very healing and much needed in this now moment in time. Christy says amazing. Good. Anybody have any questions or want to share their experiences out loud? Like you know. Uh, Linda I'm says. I'm late here. Yeah. I will.
2: Hey, hey we... Linda.
1: Hi, Linda. You're back. I was...
2: Just barely. <laughs> That was wonderful. It was so blissful and I, I like to dissolve.
1: I love Linda, we can't hear you. You're going to need to. Better? Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Much better. Thank you.
2: Okay. I, I dissolve. I, I never know where I'm going and it's like I'm not here anymore. I love it. Thank
0: you.
1: You're welcome. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Good. Thank you, Linda. That was great. Yeah. And then that, that's the thing It's like, if it wasn't for Benjamin's talking, because it's like you're talking was in the background for me, you know, like it was just there in the background, but it wasn't, um, but I was doing my own thing. I was in my okay. own space, right? And you're talking okay. in the background. I was like faintly aware of it, you know?
1: <laughs> well, good. You were in your own process and that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was really good. Um, Sarita says, feeling very light and peaceful. Vandana says, trauma shows up as pain in the throat, discomfort in the throat, still there.
1: Okay. So Vandana, if that's still there, then it was too much for one round. And therefore, you can, if you're aware of the pain already, just on your own, just do the healing invocation again, hold attention on the sensation and just repeat until you clear it. Yeah. And, and if this tool is effective for you, then it could potentially clear it all the way through.
0: Yeah. And Kay says, feeling so grateful and blessed to be on this journey. Yeah, awesome. Good. Thank you. Absolutely. And it is a journey, right? It's all a journey. And the more that we can be grateful for it and appreciate it, the easier (laughs) I find it is. And we were able to catch the wisdom much more easily. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) I love it when Benjamin says, like, "Mm mm-hmm. So it's like, there's something else. (laughs) he doesn't quite agree with me 100 (laughs) percent
1: no i i I was totally agreeing with you
0: (laughs) there's more there um yeah so um marie says thank you for the experience feeling very centered now good you know some of some of you you know who are doing this you should try and be the host next time (laughs) 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 because i'm feeling very centered too but i have to like function and talk and you know think and it's like oh man so yeah it's good though it's all good all right yeah. so um Benjamin Let's, go I'd ahead like
1: to share an idea but, mm-hmm. uh, so um let me tell people can I tell them uh I think I've my free gift on your thing is the the six-part invocation master class right I think so yeah I'm pretty sure it is so I want to let people know if they want to learn more about the invocations is it okay if I just tell them right yeah. here. Okay, So if you go to my site astroshaman.com, you'll see there's a menu bar at the top and the last word is invocations. And if you click that, then it'll take you to a little page that describes these invocations. And at the bottom, there's a little uh, plug in your name and email, and you can sign up for the free invocation masterclass. And there is a six part course that thoroughly, there are six videos of me describing the invocation for awakening, the one for healing, the two we did. And at the end of it, it describes how to integrate it all together in your daily life. And I'm going to be kind of a tease. And I'm going to say to learn that you need to go do the masterclass <laughs> instead of having me tell you here, mm-hmm. but I'm, it's totally free. All you have to give me is your name and email. That'll put you on my email list and you can unsubscribe with one click if you don't like it, but it's very powerful. And all the information is presented three ways. It's me on video. There's also audio versions and there's a full transcript of each of the videos too. So whether you like to read or listen or watch, we got you covered and that invocation masterclass will give you the foundations of these two tools as well as how to integrate it into your daily practice.
0: Awesome, good, thank you. So um, so go to astroshaman.com and whatever Benjamin just said a minute ago.
1: <laughs> and and Vandana said, where do we email you? I do have a contact page on my site, but. You can also just send uh, an email to info at Mm -hmm. astroshaman.com. Awesome.
0: Good. All right. So um, uh, Benjamin, do you want to talk about your special offer? It is available at allar.at forward slash show forward slash Benjamin two.
1: So this is a sweet deal. Uh, I have a membership called Awakening Plus and it's blossoming right now. We've got all kinds of new members coming in. The membership is designed to support your healing and awakening and also service to the great collective awakening. Um, and the membership is now, it's evolved a lot and it will continue, but right now we're doing about 10 live Zoom events every month, sometimes more. And they're on, sometimes on Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday night, lots of opportunity. Everything we do live with very few exceptions is captured as a recording. You can do audio or video. And we just passed 300 events in the archive. Every single one of these events carries the full power of the live event. And that is a lot of events, but there's a best of page. And the best of page says, here's the cream of the crop in 12 different categories. So you just pick the kind of experience you want, whether it's really sweet and soft or intense and really stirring the stuff up or all kinds of other things. And you can pick and choose what you want. Um, We are developing strong community twice a month, we have a community support call, where we all get on the the zoom together and we share with each other, both in large and small groups. We have a forum where people can interact. Um, The, the six part course I mentioned is free, but there's another 10 parts of it inside the membership. And um, it's really a very, uh, what I'm trying to do is deliver incredible value for really low cost. And, and that is part of what the offer here is about. Normally, the cost of an annual membership to Awakening Plus is just shy of $200, okay? But the deal here is, I believe we're offering it for
2: $97.
1: Yeah, so you get a full year of Awakening Plus for $97 on Alara's special. So that is literally about half the cost of usual. And all you got to do is sign up and you get your free. And also, you got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you get in there, you do it for 30 days, you don't like it, just ask for a refund. All your money comes back, you're out nothing. Um, There's a lot of people who are just, you know, really regulars showing up to events, having tremendous benefit. In fact, um, you'll when you click the link on the special, you'll go to a sales page we created. And you'll see there's lots of video testimonials there of members talking about what they've actually experienced as well as written descriptions. So I tried to make it really content rich. And you can actually hear actual members talking about the ways they've actually benefited. And it's all real deal stuff. You know, these are real members talking about their real experiences. So um, that's it. You get about half off an annual Awakening Plus membership, 97 bucks, 30-day guarantee, money back if you don't like it. And if you vibe on what we've done so far, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's in the membership. And the membership is evolving rapidly and magically, and it's the main thing I'm doing now. And I'm super excited to be um, the the vehicle through which all this stuff is happening. Beautiful. So grateful. And if y'all are vibing with what we're doing, then check out the offer.
0: Yeah, and and the offer has you know like like Benjamin says, live uh, online uh, spiritual experiences at least seven per month. There's archived events. 10 right, tan now. Um, there's uh, the sixteen-part invocation masterclass and other classes, I'm sure. And then the, the community supports and the accountability partners. I think, if, especially right now, people Not really need the accountability partners. Yeah, yeah.
1: That means you can hook up with another member and I, I, however you wish to do it. You can. The basic idea of an accountability partner is you tell that person, "Okay, I'm committing that I'm going to get this thing done by this date." and your job is to ask me if I did it, okay? And, and the stunning psychological effect that has, you know how many times you say you're gonna do something, you don't end up, but they've actually done psychological studies. If a person tells an accountability partner, I'm gonna get this done by a certain time, the odds of doing it go to 95%. It's amazing. Yeah. And I know another, I know another group that just does accountability partner work, and these people literally charge hundreds of dollars a year to be in this program that's just to have an accountability partner. And we've got that value built into Awakening Plus on top of everything else. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't just have to be spiritual, you can ask to be held accountable for anything and it's totally up to you and the other person how often you check in and how and all the details are up to you guys,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great, great, it's a great package. I highly recommend it. Um, Linda says Benjamin held healing sessions that were out of this world. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And um, Benjamin had lots of guest speakers as well um, that also assist or join him. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of learning, but it's a lot, a lot of experiencing as well, right? And so it's a great package. Check it out. Alara.at forward slash show four slash Benjamin2. Okay, Benjamin 2 and yeah the the, uh, the page looks fantastic it's even more mm, embellished is not the right word but <laughs> you know better than before i love it it's great yeah, yeah. so much information there so much wisdom and all the testimonials that are there with people uh, you know sharing what they've experienced it's it's awesome so check it out um, and and if not then do the 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 free the free gift you know do that as well okay that's available to you no matter what. And that is also available on the gifts page, but you can also find it on astroshaman.com. Okay. All right, so Benjamin, anything else you wanna share with us before we go? This was amazing, oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: um, I will mention, uh, in addition to the membership, I also do one-on-one work with clients mm-hmm. and I do astrology, I do shamanic healing, awakening activation, life coaching, and all that is described at astroshaman.com if you want to learn more about that stuff.
0: Yeah, and and Benjamin's amazing, amazing, amazing. I highly recommend working with him one-on-one if you can. Uh, amazing, well, <laughs> amazing. It's like, oh Thank my you. goodness. We haven't worked together in a long time. It's been a few years, but I'm just, just, I i just, I just, I'm just so busy. Um, but amazing. I, I would highly recommend the one-on-one sessions with Benjamin as well.
1: Thank you. Uh, Alara, when you said the URL of the offer, it was a little wasn't quite clear. Could you say that one more time? It's
0: alara.at forward slash show forward slash Benjamin 2.
1: There it is. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so it will, of course, be in the um, emails as well. It'll be on the, you know, replay page, the special offers page, you know, it'll it be everywhere. So please do check it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> anything else, Benjamin? Uh, did, we, did we miss anything?
1: I I feel complete unless there's any last questions and if there's time for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We still, yeah. If anybody has any questions for Benjamin, just raise your hand or type them in the chat Um, or any comments about how you're feeling now, you know, because sometimes, you know, right when we get out of a process, you know, it was hard for me because it's like, oh, I want us to stay. But now, you know, I'm more integrated you know i can still feel the the process so i haven't lost it you know what i mean but it's more of a i'm, I'm functioning within it
1: right it's all about being in the body with it
0: yeah. yeah so i'm functioning with it i still have an awareness of the energy from the process but i'm able to function <laughs> more coherently with it
1: yeah Money, me I'll, since we um yeah, let me tell you how I experienced this. Um, one thing I learned in my ayahuasca ceremonies was to let go and let consciousness be proportioned by the divine instead of Benjamin making a decision about it. So, for example, if I'm in a deep mystical state, I may have hardly any physical body awareness at all. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing some very demanding physical task, I'm going to be mostly in my physical awareness, which is a little bit of divine in the mix. And what I find is if I just relax and go with flow, then the appropriate amount of attention will be in each level that it needs to be in. And there's no right or wrong or better or worse place. The, the, right, the thing is that in, in each moment, according to what's needed to be done in that moment, that the appropriate amount of awareness be in each place. Um, what, will, what happened to me a while ago is I, I used to see, okay, I'm, I'm feeling just like a separate Benjamin and then I'm feeling more like the divine. A while back, it all kind of merged and I got to where I couldn't tell the difference between my personality and my divinity. And so I've hit a level of awakening now that it's so merged that I literally can't separate my personality from my divinity anymore. It's all merged Mm -hmm. together. Now, that's not the ultimate final everything. I mean, it's still deepening. And of course, as I said, the next level of awakening is beyond my imagination. And I won't know even have a clue about it until I get there. (laughs) But I, I look forward to each of those new levels that comes along when the time is right.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And so, you know, it's also about when you're in the process or when you're just living life, um, be aware of that, right? And just be be present, you know, in that moment, because even in that moment when you're not specifically doing a process, if you can be physically present, be, you know, be, be aware of your heart chakra or your energy field, whatever happens to be you you can recognize and be aware of your divinity even then like it doesn't have to be always in a meditative process it can be when you're living life as well if you just take a breath and pause
1: yeah and and you can get to a state like i have for a while where even as i'm just physically awakening in the morning i'm already in a state of ecstasy and it's it's, it may be inconceivable right now but i'll tell you you can get to a spot where if you're awakened enough just coming into daily awareness you're already in ecstasy, and that becomes your baseline, Mm -hmm. and even in the midst of this crazy world where everything's just, you know, falling apart, your personal reality can be harmony, flow, ease, and grace, and and the, the awakenings I'm giving are one way to access that. I want to acknowledge there are many awesome spiritual paths, and what is the best one? The one that works best for you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so if, my, if my invocations are part of that toolkit then use them and if you've already got something that works better or you discover something later that works better then ditch my stuff and use the thing that works better uh, I recommend not getting attached to a particular path or technique but uh, being very noticing of what's actually waking me up the fastest what's the most effective tools I have for doing shadow work and clearing the heavy stuff out and that's what I want to do more of yeah
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you, when you wake up in the morning, you can just say that invocation, the maximum body awakening that serves highest good, please. First thing in the morning, it doesn't have to be like, okay, let me go sit down and meditate first. And let me get into that space. And no, you can just say it when you first wake up.
1: Yeah. And, and in fact, I have people who do that and you just start your day with maximum embodied awakening that serves highest good, please. A lot of people tell me it only takes five or 10 seconds. It's there. I mean, basically you saying the words, your mind's already at your crown waiting to come in. It's just waiting for you to become completely passive and open and then it's in. Mm -hmm. And then you just say it again if it slips and just you can live your whole day in that state. And that can literally be your new normal from now on.
0: So that is how easy awakening and healing can be. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That was the name of the title of of the call, right? That was the title of the call. So that is how easy it can be. and and now we've all experienced it on this call if you want to experience again you can always do you know listen to or watch the replay again you can do the free get the free gift from benjamin you can join the membership you know and work with benjamin more in that capacity and you know do even more processes not just this was a short one you know there's 16 other steps or something you said right you're
1: like there's six free sections of the the invocation masterclass, and then there's 10 more inside the membership. Yeah. They go yeah, deeper yeah. and offer more options and various things you can use it with. It's very flexible.
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. And you yeah, said maybe do another process if there was time. There's not that much time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I totally get it. But, you know, Benjamin's going to come back. I'm sure I forget when now. I'm sure you're scheduled again, right, Benjamin?
1: I think I'm back in like a couple of months if I'm okay. remembered.
0: So probably yeah. April or something. So, so something. But yeah, but, um, but you know, this was, this was awesome. This was amazing. So again, thank you, Benjamin. This was really needed. And it is important to show people that it can be easy. Yeah. And how easy it can be. It doesn't have to be complicated. Those days of complicated processes are gone. You know, we're now about ease and speed and <laughs> mm-hmm. everything is happening so fast and intense that, you know. Just try it, play with it, see see how you feel with it, see how it works for you, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. if I could throw one last thought relating to that. Um, mm-hmm. The universe, again, is a hologram, it responds to your thoughts. It is happy to mirror back to you any reality you believe in. And if you believe awakening has to be hard and a slog and it has to take years, the universe will oblige you by making that true for you. If you hold the belief awakening can be quick and instantaneous and easy, the universe is equally happy to make that your truth yeah well so i invite you to if you're interested try that try that idea on try the tools you've learned here today and see if it works for you
0: yeah, yeah. i was gonna say see how it works for you because it's gonna work let just see how it works for you L- you know let go of your you know barriers let go of the walls just be in 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 the flow and play with it yeah <laughs> good awesome thank you benjamin this was awesome 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 yay
1: Always a pleasure to be here, Laura. Thank you so much.
0: And thank you, everybody, for your questions, for being here with us, for holding space with us, you know, being and like not multitasking as you know. And so it it was an awesome experience. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.